Unique, and this is episode 7 of Season with Salt, and I am excited to uh, just have some impromptu conversation with you. Sometimes I get in my car and I'm like, I don't know what it is, but I like the way I sound in the car. And one of the main reasons why I wanted a car when I was little is because I just always felt like, you know how people are like, oh yeah, I, I sound really good in the shower, like oh, that's my best voice. I just feel like music sounds the best in the car. And I always just, I guess I just never considered that this is like a cheap version of like surround sound. I don't know. It's me, not you. Whatever. But uh, this has been sort of an epic week. One of the things that I have decided in the month of October is that I'm going to just have like extremely epic weekends. I'm going to do things without like planning. I'm just going to wake up and be like, here's the 16 things that I'm going to do today. Mind you, I do have 16 other things to do. So the difficulty of being uh, like fully engaged in church, a full-time student in seminary, fully engaged at work, is that like there's a whole bunch of crap you think you're going to do, and then like reality sets in. And, and that's one thing about being 30, okay? So I'm not 30, I'm 37, and I'm going to be 38. And the funny thing is that, so there's a whole bunch of things that I feel like I needed a friend in their 30s when I was in my 20s to be like, what do I need to be looking forward to? Like, what do I need to know about my 30s that I can't really necessarily prepare for in my 20s, but I can just, you know, enjoy the fact that they haven't set in. In your 30s. When you have to use the bathroom, you have to use the bathroom. Listen, when you're 15 or 20 or 25, like, you can wiggle your way out of having to use the bathroom. When you get, like, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, and that, when you got to go to the bathroom, you got to go to the bathroom. And you're going to go to the bathroom at the very time that your body has decided we're going to go to the bathroom. And I'm here to admit that the bathroom is not, the bathroom is wherever I am when my body is ready to go to the bathroom. So, okay. I, I needed to get that out. I really don't have a topic right now, which is probably not a bad thing because you don't always have to have a topic. Um, so our last episode, we had uh, LaPria and Whitney Ginevra, and we talked about dating in your 30s, and we talked about that night, and I thought it was a good episode, and a couple of you have watched it, but I just want to address a couple of things. First of all, I was really reluctant to get on a dating app, and I'll be honest, I haven't gotten, I haven't really gotten on a dating app. First, the selection of a dating app is very uncomfortable. Because they're like some trashy ones that like people of God should not be on. Uh, and then there are like some that like a lot of people don't know about. So you might get lucky. Um, and then there's some paid ones and there's some free ones. It's really difficult to decide. Uh, one thing that I try to make sure that I do is always talk about Jesus. And I just want to say to the old people that are like really uncomfortable around the conversations of like dating apps. How did you and your husband or you and your wife meet? 
that really trips me out. Like how people are like, oh yeah, you shouldn't, um, you should be meeting people like, you know, regularly, like just, you're walking in the park, she's walking in the park, and then you guys are black eyes, and then you're like, let's get married. And the reality is that's not how it works. And like, we are a social media driven universe and people really do meet online like they meet online and as a result of meeting online they date to identify or de-identify the things that are important to them in a relationship they don't like it then they stop and they go back to online dating and it used to be that it was like oh yeah found day on the app now it's like found bay on facebook Bay dropped into the DMs. Bay was my friend on Snapchat. And unfortunately, like, we might have to, like, really kill the stigma that, like, all of these interactions are happening for people who are not safe. Like, if you talk to the average person and you say, hey, are you going to date somebody at your church? They're going to be like, no, like, probably not going to do that. First of all, what church do you go to? that is like heavily infiltrated with 30-something, 40-something, single, African-American with like no drama. Probably not a lot of them. And that's not to discredit systems or church or anything like that. It's just to say that it can be very difficult. Like, a lot of my friends are like fishing in other denominations. And I'm not saying that, like, to say, like, that they're breaking rules to be an unholy. I'm just saying that, like, at some point, you realize, okay, the pool for which I have to choose from is so shallow that I don't want to be in a situation where, like, I'm dating somebody that my friend had a bad experience with. And when I say bad experience, I'm not talking about, like, something tacky or dramatic. I'm just saying something that is like, oh. Brynn already had a bad text exchange. I'm trying to keep this PG. That's parental. Okay, whatever. So, dating can be difficult, especially as a Christian. Everybody and their mom feels like they can hook you up. Like, so often people are like, oh, you should be my granddaughter. It's like, well, there is a problem with that. I think for me, one thing that's weird is that, like, people never know how old I am. And so since people don't know how old I am, their automatic assumption is that I'm like 45. And so like their granddaughter will be, you can always tell, it's like, oh, what should you mean my granddaughter? Like, you know, you really like her, you know? She, uh, like they'll start, start dropping like her credentials and it'll be like, hmm, those are, those are a lot of credentials to fit into 30 years of life. And you know, you'll start like, especially like depending on like where they live, like, when you start talking about, like, single people, like, and home ownership, and, 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 like, oh, yeah, you know, me and my granddaughter, she's, you know, she got her own four-bedroom house in San Francisco, you know, that's somebody's grandma that, who, who purchased her house, like, prior to, like, anything happening in San Francisco, I mean, that's just an example, but you know what I mean, so, people are, like, and I think that people expect for you to lower your expectations 
um, because when they were married or when they got together with whomever they're with, it was easier. And I think it's harder now. Um, not, not to mention the fact that, like, there are more people in the world um, and there are a lot of other things to weigh. And we needn't get into a conversation about, like, the, the, the things that eliminate people because that list when we're making one can be so long like that it's almost like okay fine I'm never gonna find anybody but I think that you know it's important for um, folks to really know what they want and not let other people pressure them into things they're not ready to do and I think relationships is one of those things that people kind of get pressured into I know that like in my current stage of life that it's I mean, well, maybe not in my current stage of life, but I would say five years ago, like being uh, married and having kids was like really important to the people around me, perhaps more important to them than to me. Uh, I think over time, like as I'm nearing uh, my 40s, I think like there's some things I'm like, okay, I see my older friends having kids, I'm probably not gonna be that guy, uh, but you know, compatibility, stability, um, you know, those kinds of things are, are things that are a little bit more important to me at this stage of my life. And so I'm a little bit more open to things. Now, I haven't, like, lowered my standard, uh, but I have decided, okay, these are things that I will be more open to. And I want to tell people that there's a difference. There's a difference between lowering your standard and determining that there's some things that you would be more open to. And I'm getting ready to drop, like, a couple of examples. Uh, you know... I used to have like a lot of like issues around like credit scores and financial stability and like physical manifestations of wealth. And that was important to me in my late twenties and early thirties. Like right, I wanted to be like the, I wanted to live the yuppie lifestyle and I wanted to like try new things and I wanted to eat out all the time. I still kinda wanna do that a little bit, but not a lot. And so I value that and so when I would interact with people and they would be like, Oh yeah, I'm a homebody, like, you know, I'm meal prepping. Like, I'm just like, no, that's not my thing. And not only is it not my thing, like, at, at that, at, in my early 30s, it was just not attractive. Like, meal prepping and, like, just, to me, like, things like that represented, like, being old. And so that was difficult for me to, like, internalize. Now that I'm near my 40s, it's like, I can understand why somebody would meal prep. I, I, I'm starting to get to, to better value the, 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 the importance of your house being a home. Um, I am like, I think, you know, in your late 20s, you're still trying to like live your life and you can kind of like, you, your mindset can kind of often be like, yeah, I'm just gonna like, make some sacrifices in important areas so that I can like live, you know, travel and do all these great things. Well, there's a greater investment in like external things and in happiness that's related to going places and seeing people and doing things. Whereas like in your thirties, it's sort of like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of value in having a comfortable couch and there's a lot of value in having a warranty. There's a lot of value in like writing down the numbers to the warranty so that when something breaks, like you know who to talk. 
and there's a lot of value in like knowing the nutritional value of like certain foods. There's a lot of value in benefits, <laughs> like and a lot of value in like what medicine not to take and what medicine to take. You know what I'm saying? So there's just a lot of stuff that you think about that you know you have to talk about. So what does that have to do with dating apps? Okay. You, dating app is like this easy disqualifier. I mean, it's almost like perfection because when you have gotten to the point where you know all these things about yourself and you're deciding like in your phase or in your context, like who you want to be and who you don't want to be, somebody's like 42 words about themselves or like the limited ways that they define themselves like in photographs become extremely important and when you have you know a couple of pictures and like not a couple of words to define and describe yourself like it really helps people to see like okay who is this person and so I think that you know the dating apps can actually be important it doesn't and, and I think we've gone away from that day with like because yeah, I think I think Christians like we still do date to marry, but we also date to disqualify for marriage. <laughs> like we, it's like, hey, I realize that you're not the one. Much appreciated. Have a good life, and then you move on. And so, but that's different when like you go to the same church with somebody and like folks try to push you into like this, you know matrimonial connection and then you decide that you don't like the person you still gotta like go to church with them and see them every day and all this kind of stuff and it 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 it, it changes like when you live in like a, in, a, in a big state in a big city in a metropolis like you know the the world is big but the, the world is also small like you know where you work what you do for a living what you do for christ all that matters and so it's really, really important, like no matter how you are addressing your your dating game, to be um, in connection with Christ. And I think that ultimately, like that's what we need to be talking about. It's not really about like the platform that you use. I mean, you do need to use wisdom in that regard, but it is extremely. Um, it, it's more about like the way that you allow God to use you when using these tools. And we don't talk about that enough because we we have all these stigmas associated with certain things. So we're scared to, but we need to like get unscared um, and face reality. Um, and you know, if folks got a success story about meeting somebody online or like the ways that they have been introduced to people, like just come out and be like, hey, this happy family with our new baby and our quarter of a million dollar two bedroom condo like this all came as a result of Bumble or something you know uh, and Jesus we want to thank God for what he does when he's capable of doing so anyway I just wanted to like roll out and finish up that conversation about dating in your 30s and um, just to clarify what I was kind of thinking and
and uh, open the conversation up to other people if you have questions. I kind of need to like, streamline my stuff because I can't even tell you guys like where to contact me at, at this point. Although I'm sure like that the five people that listen to my podcast currently um, are like my friends that already know how to contact me. You can ask questions too. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's been nice and um, we will talk soon. That does not mean 
that you are doing a lot of emotional vomiting, that you are writing an autobiography in somebody's inbox or in somebody's message box because you're concerned that if you don't come clean, then that person won't like you. I think sometimes the thought of people just like writing a tell-all book like in somebody's box, even if we have baggage, can just be so overwhelming that you're like, yeah, I'm not doing this. So, you know, consider that and be uh, be wise, you know, like be wise and be authentic, but be cautious and use wisdom. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Use wisdom. So I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast and um, let me know if you have any questions like hit me up. Um, I might have to have the sisters back on to talk about relationships, but I think we got some where and hopefully you um, some of the things that we discussed resonate with you. Um, If not, like let me know how you feel. You can hit me up on Facebook or any of the platforms and leave some notes, but definitely I'm praying that you uh, will subscribe to this podcast that you will like it, you'll share it and let's continue the dialogue. So have a wonderful, wonderful week.